0: Oh, oh, oh no! She's chasing me! She's chasing me! I think I'm safe. The following podcast contains spoilers for Spring. You have been warned. No!
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to a new and exciting year of Spooktober. <laughs> yes, this is your host, Linjman Bun, along with your host, Miguel Magusto, if he wasn't even well, well, alive just now.
0: <laughs> I wasn't. I, I stepped a toe. That's what that scream was. Oh, just I like toe. how we can't agree on a name. Like, I call it a spooktacular. You call it Spooktober.
1: It's so <laughs> I, I have my own thing with Twitch where I, I call it Spooktober, and okay. it's, it's, it's just it, I mean, stuck it's with me. It could be both spooktacular and spooktober. It's It's a spooktacular spooktober.
0: (laughs) It is, yes, yes. So, of course, we have started our six weeks of horror movies, and we're going to discuss them. But until then, Glenjamin Button, Mm -hmm.
1: have you watched any movies this week that you would like to mention? I watched quite a few movies. And I know what you're thinking, (laughs) Glenn. Is this more than usual? No, it's not. Stop trying to kid yourself. Mm. Don't get ahead. But uh, we had originally watched, at the beginning of the week here for us, um, uh, Barbarian on Thursday. We did a little review. That thing is up on the goddamn YouTube. I would recommend watching it, but would also recommend just getting your eyes on that movie. Because... Uh, I feel like it's not going to have enough word of mouth, and that pisses me off. It's starting to yeah, hurt me man. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but after that, uh, I had watched a little movie called The Return of the Living Dead, which had been a, a childhood movie. It's actually uh, my first zombie movie, I believe, at least from memory, that I've ever watched. Oh, nice. Um, and it is what got me hooked. So I was like, "Let me rewatch that shit." Mine Handball. was either Shaun of the Dead or Twenty Eight Days Later. I can't remember which one. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, both solid ones for yeah. sure. Um, and then after that, I started watching because you know I like to be on the computer and playing video games. I started a little show in the background. No expectations. I heard it was good, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not there. So I just have it on in the background. The Harley Quinn show that's been mm. out for just a little bit now. Uh, It's like the adult animated Harley Quinn show. It's actually I'm three episodes down. It's actually really funny. Um, So so far expectations are just kicking ass. Um, and so yeah, I'm excited to see that uh continue. Uh, I think there's three seasons, so I'm curious how that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, I watched Spring, which is your movie, and that is all for me. Yes. <laughs> Heavy week for me this week. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I saw five and a
0: light week for me. Uh, because I went to Hershey Park on Saturday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and first time I was ever at an amusement park in the past. 10 years, maybe, maybe 9 years. 10 years, years wow. It's been a long time since I've been doing an amusement park, mainly because, because I am both big and tall. It's hard for me to fit on roller coasters. Understandable. A- and that remained the case. Although, as you know, I am on my way to losing weight. I fit mm-hmm. on way more rides than I thought I would, so that was promising. That's awesome. Um, and just got to keep it going so I can fit on the ones I didn't fit on this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Hershey Park... Just going a little off tangent. Have you ever been on the roller coaster Sky Rush? There, I'm. I'm
1: pretty sure. Yeah, it's uh, been a very long time. Yeah. I never remember roller coaster names. It's so the I, big I'm... yellow one,
0: probably at, at Hershey Park. Anyway, so uh, it's widely considered the best roller coaster in Pennsylvania by roller coaster mm-hmm. enthusiasts. Uh, this was the second time I went on it, and both times have been absolutely fucking terrifying. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you feel like you're getting thrown out of your seat. Anyway, mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, spooktacular. So uh no, oh. yeah, Let's it was horrifying, but I loved it. Like it's like f- horrifying in a fun way. Anyway, I watched five movies. The first one I watched uh, was called The Last Picture Show. It is directed by uh, the late great Pete Bogdanovich. Uh, it's essentially just following this small town in Texas uh, as these high schooler. Seniors try to like hook up and all that. Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. is in it. He's probably the biggest name there uh, that, that people would recognize, but I thought of it was course. okay. You know, it's kind of a non movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's a movie, but like not much happens. So it's not amazing or, or anything, but it's a yeah. solid, solid, okay movie. Uh, then I have been itching to do this. So I rewatched The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. One, one of my top 10 movies of all time. It is. Absolutely love that movie. Um, And re-watching that just solidified it for me. It's got a great score, great cinematography, great acting all around. And all of the above. All of the above. Fantastic film. Then I watched Barbarian, which we have a review for that on YouTube. I feel the same way as you. More people need to see it. More people mm. need to be talking about it. Amen. We need more butts and seats for this movie because it is real good. It deserves <laughs> the money. It does deserve the money. So I hope people support it uh then i watched the new live action remake of pinocchio uh, Mm -hmm. with tom hanks uh joseph gordon levitt is jiminy cricket in it but he does a really annoying voice the entire time and i hated it (laughs) um and i love jordan joseph gordon levitt but i was like this doesn't even sound like you why did they get you to do this Mm -hmm. if you're not even going to sound like you that's a waste of your name i'm
1: assuming tom hanks was geppetto
0: yeah, Tom Hanks was Tom Hanks was the best part of it as he is usually in all the movie season, mm-hmm. uh, but the movie overall sucks and that's mainly because Tom Hanks isn't in it nearly as much as he should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not a good movie. Not a, that kind of the same with all the live action remakes. They're they're not good. They're really just so they can Disney can keep their copyrights to them. Yeah, like, you know they're, they're not they're putting doing any a, heart
1: into them at all. You know, you know they're doing a prequel for Lion King now, right? With so Mufasa. fucking stupid. Yeah.
0: The, the, the remake for The Lion King was the worst remake that there was. It was horrible. Did like, you watch it, Mulan? I didn't yet, but Mulan, I heard that was pretty bad. Mulan is bad, but it's not as bad as The Lion King, because The Lion mm-hmm. King, uh, take The Lion King, the, the mm-hmm. cartoon from the 90s, yeah. remove all the emotion from it. Oh, of course that is the Lion King remake. It's, (laughs) it's, it's so bad. And Donald Glover does his best as adult Simba. Uh, Beyonce Beyonce should not, she should not have been cast as Nala. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of her music, but people need to stop, stop, stop casting music artists as actors. Cause she, she
1: was, she did a little bit of acting. Before they're really,
0: I mean, she's never been great though. No, and like it's just not good. And is and her song replaced uh, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" or something like that. It was just mm-hmm. not good. It was horrible. Anyway, I'm not even. I didn't even watch that this week. Why am I talking about it? <laughs> I also think
1: when she was doing acting, it was back when. Uh, to the left, to the left. That song came out so like yeah. two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Yeah, I mean she's, earlier, ne- she's never
0: been good, but like
1: mm-hmm. just,
0: just stop.
1: Harry Styles shouldn't be casting stuff
0: either. He's he's got two movies coming out. Don't worry, darling, and the policeman, and he's getting horrible
1: reviews in both. Yeah, so he was fine in Dunkirk, but uh, all he, he, he didn't really talk had to in do is he. Oh well, yeah, he had to just be scared most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he did, I, like, none of the lines were memorable. Uh,
0: then I rewatched Spring, which we're going to get into in just a second. But I have a little bit of news. Nothing, oh. nothing too crazy. But our boy, our 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 God among men, Brendan Fraser, has won his, an award at the Toronto International Film Festival for his performance in The Whale. Just making me more excited for that movie. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. creating oscar buzz around him i don't want to like get my hopes up too soon but i really hope this man gets an oscar i do I, too i uh, hope so much
1: um <laughs> uh, my my body's my body's leaving me uh, yes jesus <laughs> anyway uh I, did, did, <laughs> did michelle yao win something too the best yeah, actress I, uh
0: yeah she did as well uh, i don't know for what movie it might have just been like a um everything
1: everywhere Oh, no. I guess uh, that's
0: that's kind of late. I mean, it might have been, but it's kind of late if it if it was for that.
1: Yeah, I assumed um, it would have been that one. But, it uh, might have been.
0: I have no idea. But you know, I'm I'm just glad. That or I
1: think she was in Shang Chi last year.
0: Yeah, it's also possible that it was like a uh, lifetime achievement award. Oh, yeah, it Um, could be. I don't know. I I didn't look it up. I don't want to take the time to look it up right now, but she did win something. I don't know what it was, but I would love for her to win an Oscar as well. That would be Um, amazing. It would be amazing. So, yeah, that is some just happy news. He Uh, deserves
1: all the love in the world. He does. I just want to be his friend. Be my friend, (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Did you see the the interview he was recently in where... uh, this guy was interviewing uh, him, and I don't know who the other person was off the top of my head, but uh, the the interviewer was like, "So, do you have anything else like uh, coming up, or like uh, what what's like your plans for the future?" And he just silently like, to himself, he goes, "Oh, Batgirl. Oh, wait, <laughs> just a smart ass because Batgirl got canceled, and he he oh, was yeah, the yeah. Uh, he was the villain in that. He's like, oh, oh, wait." <laughs> It's just a smart ass remark. It was hilarious. <laughs> he's like, "Did I do that?" Oh my god! I didn't yeah. mean to say that out loud. It was so innocent him. and funny.
0: Yeah, I love him. He's 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 great. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see the whale. Looking forward to that. But without any further ado, let's get into the first movie of our spooktacular spooktober spring. I love you. I
1: love you too, Mark. Sorry about your mom, Watch yeah. where the fuck you going, bitch? Get out, ah, have it, have it, have it. get out of town, Evan. Can I get a flight somewhere, anywhere? Actually, hold on a second. Should I go to Italy? What? Yeah. seeing this girl she's really pretty but she gives me some doubts you're the most attractive person i've ever seen but that doesn't outweigh that you might be a mental patient and i gotta make sure you're the kind of crazy i can deal with no no i'm a bunch of confusing biochemistry and some crazy hormones
0: <laughs> let's see if the yak
1: can keep up like eh? i don't think you're ready for where this is going explain it to me. I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay here.
0: personal tailspin flees from the u.s to italy where he sparks up a romance with a woman harboring a dark primordial secret directed by justin benson and aaron moorhead written by justin benson starring lou taylor pucci nadia hilker uh, francesco carnellutti or Carnellotti, however you pronounce that nick nevern uh, and a few other people that are in this as well uh I saw this for the first time I wanna say in 2020. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. when I was watching a bunch of movies cuz there was nothing else to do. And I was really impressed with it. We had just watched The Endless shortly before that or maybe like a year before that. So I kind of mainly watched it because of their name and the poster is really cool. Yeah, knew nothing is really else cool. about it. New zero about it. Um rewatching it and this just goes to tell you where my brain is at. Mm-hmm. I knew it was like romantic, but I didn't realize it
1: was th- as like much of a romance as this movie actually is. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought at some point it was going to kick into a little bit more of the horror, uh, but I was like, man, this is much more romantic than yeah. Mike usually likes. What's? <laughs> I mean, I, I like
0: the uh the the discussion of immortality versus mortality and everything that yeah. goes on. Uh, so that's I think that's why, like what I focus on more. Mm-hmm. And of course, I do think the horror elements in this are pretty strong as well.
1: One hundred percent, especially the uh, first shot where she's like a, um, going through like this alleyway and there's like a cat. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, that is grotesque looking. What the hell's going on? there? Absolutely. And but it, yeah, it,
0: just it, it it's and I, the thing I actually do like about that is that it it is a romance film just takes place in a horror world, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of unique in itself. And I, I just, w- while rewatching, I was like, "This is way more romantic than I remember." Because my brain forgets romance <laughs> stuff and just remembers the the horror elements. And uh, yeah, I,
1: I still really liked it. I want to know what you
0: thought. What, what were your thoughts while watching
1: this? Yeah, I, uh, the first kind of ten minutes didn't set me up for what I thought was going to be a good movie in the slightest. Because mm-hmm. um, it was like a really heavy, like he this guy. Um, you know has two dying parents one of them's already dead actually and his his mother's on her, her deathbed and this guy's like going through some shit and then she finally passes the hell away she's like i have i'm out of here and then dies and then <laughs> and then he's grieving such a, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a nonchalant way of saying that <laughs> <laughs> well, she uh, she passes away, and then this guy's going through some. He's going through a crisis. He's, he's <laughs> both his parents are dead. He doesn't really have that many friends. So he's at a bar with what friends he does have, and you know, it's they're they're not great friends. He's not surrounded by good people in the slightest. No. But the one good thing they're all telling him is to get the fuck out of like where he lives. Just go yeah. away. Just get out of get out of town, because uh, he's he's not doing anything where he is, and he just needs to go and just reassociate his mind um that was the one good thing like any of the people there told him to do because they were all pieces of shit i didn't like anybody and it didn't set me up for what i thought was going to be a good movie but once he got there and once it set up this world in italy it i it started growing me more and more especially as soon as he met um the nadia nadia hilker character yeah louise because yeah because because once then that's that's when the movie really starts is and when it starts actually getting good because then then you're you're just enjoying the conversations that they're having enjoying what's going on and this guy although he's he's got some anger issues you know he's you know he's vibing he's vibing he's getting a little romance on a little bang bang (laughs) shall i say yep (laughs) but um but yeah, this the first ten minutes did not do it justice, and I'm I'm glad I didn't you know disassociate myself with it. Yeah. Because it once once uh once it got to the half hour mark or so, that's when it started picking up, and it's got its its claws hooked on me. Started yeah. having fun, especially the shot that I was talking about when I noticed some shit was going down, uh, where she's like she's super skinny, she's not wearing anything, she's yes, buck ass naked walking it's through this dark alleyway. After the first night together, yeah mm-hmm and uh and she's just like uh, grotesque looking walking like kind of uh <laughs> limping through this this alleyway and then it's just this cat he's like meow and then just a quick jump to the to the cat getting fucked up i'm like what the hell was that <laughs> that that was my favorite shot of the whole thing because mm-hmm. i thought it for sure was going to set up like oh this bitch this bitch about to go crazy later um but it it doubled down on the romance which i kind of liked a lot because the conversations that they were having and the chemistry they had it was pretty solid like it, yeah. it kept me attached the whole time and it never really focused too hard on the monster part of her um which by the way every i watched this two nights in a row i watched half of it the first night and the rest today because i i had something happening today which is why i was late to the podcast <laughs> i'm sorry Mike. but um but, yeah, I, I watched it. I'm like, what what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is crazy. And every time I watched it, I was eating. So there was a part, by the way, where she's transforming into this thing, and I'm eating. I'm like, man, I don't want to eat what I'm eating right now because this is disgusting as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of peeling going on and skin, and I'm just like, man. I wish I wasn't eating this cheese tortellini right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does it does really well with the body
0: horror aspect of this. In fact, it's like entirely body horror cuz like the people mm-hmm. that she attacks, you kind of want to go away. Yeah. Uh, and like she gets cats and everything and so it's yeah, it really is just body it's, horror that does It's
1: <laughs> it's never like that she's just this monster killing innocent people or anything like that. She's she's trying so this monster let's i guess let's talk about the monster for for a second here so like she's she's like this uh monster who needs to feed on flesh or meat or assuming blood i uh, blood is kind of a part of it but yeah but she needs to feast on on flesh or meat to kind of go back and recluse back to her human form yeah like raw meat too Yeah. yeah
0: like a lot of it yeah before so it's not she just becomes... like she can order a steak and be fine
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's so it's like she's she's trying to keep this thing inside of her and if you know she's not eating meat then you know it's kind of kind of come scratching back out um mm-hmm. so every time she's not eating and she's just hanging out with this guy that's that's you know she like kind of dips away because like her her flesh starts to kind of like rot a little bit like like it's kind of coming back out and trying yeah. to get, get out of her um and so, like, she'll just disappear, and then she'll just come across a, a cat, or like her her pet rabbits, or you know, just some crazy tourist American who's an absolute dickhead, yeah, um, horrible, mm-hmm. horrible
0: person. Probably a rapist, but in the, within the movie, an attempted rapist. So. Mm-hmm.
1: But because she likes the main character she does she, there's never like a scene where she's like oh man well y- you're sitting there and she's like when's when's the moment she's gonna fucking snap on, on yeah. our guy our man um, and she never does and it's 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 really cool because you're like oh shit when's the moment when's mm. the moment gonna fuck him up <laughs> um and it, it it never really happens until the end maybe who knows oh but the, the part that really fucked me up is 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 when she is transforming and he walks in on her like it happening and like she's like this like snake looking monster she's like a squid snake scorpion y- hybrid it's, it's 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 like what i would imagine medusa would look like without like the snake head like the uh, the hair i should yeah. say um and it, and man that fucked with me because that skin was crawling and shit like uh when she got injected with the uh, the stuff mm-hmm. and like the skin started falling off and i'm like man with this i don't want to eat this tortellini anymore man That <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just i messed with me pretty hard but like the monster itself was like a cool design and and grotesque as hell and but yeah. like you never actually saw it often um, and it never really gave it to you that often, which which was fine because it focused more on the romance between these two characters and stuff like that. <sighs> yeah, I talked a lot. That was a lot. Of you talking did. That, that was
0: the most talking I think you've ever done on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, consecutive talking, at least. Um. Yeah. I mean, the the it's it's a wild movie, and it's 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 for me the thing that I like most about it is that it's kind of like making its own genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, yes, it's, it has horror, but it's not really a horror. Yes, it's r- romantic, but it's not really a romance either. It's somewhere, like, very in between. And uh, the, the thing that this does the best is kind of create the mythos around it, where, like, you know, it, it it hints throughout until confirming later on that she has been alive for millennia mm-hmm. uh, with, with uh, you know, she, she knows all these things about these artifacts, even though she's just a... Uh, medical practitioner uh she she has this uh
1: i forget what the eye condition with two different color eyes het, hetero some hetero something i can't yeah f- uh, i'm not she, a scientist
0: me neither um oh. heterochromia iridium mm-hmm. or, or iridum uh and uh and then they show paintings of women that kind of resemble her, and also have uh the the two different eye colors and uh you know it, it does it it slowly builds this kind of mythology and in a way kind of creates this story of a cryptid um where you know there's these stories of 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 monsters and everything and uh and she has, like, all the, this backstory and everything. It, it just r- does a really good job of creating
1: the backstory.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, especially when he asks, like, the deeper questions of, like, um, so, like, is there a God? Or, like, what what do you believe in? Like, what was going on? Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's been alive for so long. She's got to know some sort of answers. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, I mean, there's stuff that I think, but I don't know. Like, she's yeah. like, I'm a person of science, but I don't necessarily know whether or not there is god or anything i'm like i'm just alive i've just been alive for so long it doesn't mean i know yeah. the answers and shit and there's exactly. some points where she talks about like apollo and stuff like the greek god yeah
0: um, one thing she says is that uh many gods had come and gone by the time uh, the christian god came around mm-hmm. uh which you know it's 100 true the christian god is only i mean uh, if you bl- if follow judaism it's Longer, because technically speaking, the Christian God and the Jewish God are the same. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of if Jesus was a thing, um, but it is a relatively new God compared to like other gods, like yeah, you know, Scandinavian uh, gods and and Nordic gods rather, and Greek gods, Roman gods, all that stuff, um, and and the whole, you know she she's kind of like reluctantly staying with him, like she wants to push him away. But he just wants to be there for her as her she enters her new cycle because uh, the way you know with the way it works, like if she gets impregnated, she kind of becomes the baby she's carrying in a way, uh, mm-hmm. and or becomes like half half of the gets half the DNA to rejuvenate her, and and uh, I'm, I'm explaining it horribly. But
1: well, <laughs> but it's the the way that every twenty years she has to become impregnated and then basically the baby that she's having becomes her and she reverts back to her like more 20 year old age um and then uh so every every 20 years she has to do that so every guy comes along yeah and with that guy she basically gets half of his like traits i guess like uh Mm -hmm. Personality—I don't know about personality or not. I know she she remembers she has the memories, but I don't know if she gets the personality or whatever, yeah, um, like that. Um, but if she if she doesn't, there's there's a chance that she could just never stay young again and just grow old, mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's how that works. That's how I, at least I interpreted it as.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it's just a you know, it's a more well thought out movie than you would expect from the premise it's it's Mm -hmm. it's more about philosophy and everything than you know actual horror and uh you know the the idea of if there is someone out there that is worth dying for not like right away but like like she's immortal uh Mm -hmm. can is she willing to give up immortality for this this man she just met yeah and, five days uh, ago
1: or seven days yeah, ago
0: and it focuses on that and um the his whole argument which i i love because i fully believe this is that life isn't really worth living if you're not going to die
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh that's something i fully believe 100 because it's the 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 law of uh diminishing returns where the more you do something the less uh it affects you the less you feel it and, uh, you know, we, we all kind of feel that in a way with, um, you know, hearing the same joke over and over again, you, it stops being funny at a certain point or, yeah. or a bigger one. Like we, we deal with pain better because we, we have something to compare it to. Like the older we are, the more, the better we deal with pain. Uh, cause the, the returns have diminished from that pain. Like, Oh, I've felt this before. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's – you really can't enjoy life without the possibility of dying. Uh, mm-hmm. And while she has lived lifetimes, she has never let herself feel love. And mm-hmm. she, she said that. Like, she's even – I mean – her, her first family, I think her first family died in Pompeii, if I remember correctly. One of her yep. families died in Pompeii. I think it was her first family. It like was the, her original her, family, yeah. Yeah, her original family. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah. She she doesn't say I'm over it now, but that's essentially what she's meaning. And if you talk to anyone who has lost a parent or a brother or something, it's not something you ever really get over. It, and and. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of heartbreaking that, like, she's lived so long that she's kind of over her her, her parents' death. Uh, and, and you learn brother. to live with it. And little brother. Yeah, it's something you learn to live with, but it's not something you really get over because they were such a huge part of your life. And mm-hmm. so I just love that whole dynamic between them where it's just, like, he has been surrounded by death so much and and loneliness that he understands how much human relationships are important to happiness and everything. And she has experienced a lot of life. She uh, vicariously has also experienced a lot of death. Uh, Living millennia, as you know, a lot of people who die, Mm -hmm. but she herself hasn't really experienced anything close to death and has had to keep pushing people away. And it's it's just the dynamic between them is so fascinating to me. It's just you know they're they're both good people. They're both normal people. None, neither of them are really scarred in a negative way from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they, they they're they're bonding through it is just beautiful. And again, you know you all know me with romance. I don't really like it, but I kind of like it in this. It, it, it's it works in this, in my opinion. Sometimes he do be liking it. Sometimes I do be like, I like it when it's realistic. Yeah. And it's, it's very realistic in this, even, you know, monsters aside. And
1: when it's meaningful too, not when it's just like, you know, I've loved you ever since the second grade, you bastard.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's, this, this is very meaningful there, you know, he, even at the end, like he doesn't know what's going to happen. Like she could snap and kill him at the end and, and Mm -hmm. regardless, he still stays with her. Yeah. And so like he's willing to die for her even if she's not and and you know that kind of while he's listing all these great things of being mortal and how it makes you appreciate every sunrise and sunset because you're not going to get them forever. Uh, and and other things that were, it was a beautiful monologue, but I can't remember everything
1: he says right now. He talked a lot. Um,
0: he did. And <laughs> Meanwhile, they, like, it's
1: you a, hear all this this like bone crackling underneath him. It's just like a shot yeah. of him, and you hear like the, what sounds like the transformation for her, um, while while he's talking, and you're like, oh man, she's gonna. You don't know which way it's going to go. She's like, oh, man, yeah. she's going to fucking snap and break his neck or just some moment. But the some, important like, thing is moment. that it doesn't matter for him. He's not reacting yeah. to it at all. Like and and you're, it's, you're, he's As a viewer, you you're sitting there. You're like, oh, man, she's going to fucking snap and, like, is it this moment like we've been waiting for of her to turn into mm-hmm. this monster and just <laughs> end it? And it it goes the route of you hear all this, but then he looks down um, after, after hearing the volcano go off behind him. Um, the same volcano that had absolutely fucked on his her, her family. Mount Vesuvius. Um, Mount Vesuvius, and he turns back to her, and she's still in her her normal state. While this, uh, so it's just a shot of them looking at each other while the volcano is going off in the background, um, yeah. meaning that she stayed in her her normal state that she fell in love with him during, I guess. Either during that monologue, or she fell in love with him at any point during the movie, and I was she just willing just, to admit it. Then she just yeah, she just didn't want to admit it, and she was pushing it back for so long. But in yeah. that moment, that's when it, I guess it just happened. Yeah. Um, which which was honestly a much much better way to go about it because if just it wouldn't have felt worth it to go through that whole movie and she just fucking murders him. I guess.
0: Yeah, it, it would have been cheap. It would have been mm-hmm. something you'd expect from a uh. A, I mean this is a low budget horror but it's like, well, any like other the really type of movie. Yeah. the really low budget horror that s- sacrifice story for the sake of gore mm-hmm. um and yeah it, this is honestly I admit a weird start for a spooktacular because it's not very scary but it is horror adjacent Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a beautiful movie in my opinion. I fucking love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was much better than I expected. Um, I'm, I'm more glad that we like, especially when I, I watch these movies in like, at first I'm like, okay, that was, that was a good movie. But like when we talk about it, even though I talked for like the first 20 minutes, um, <laughs> when, when I talk about it, that's when I like it more. Yeah, than I than I thought I would, and I'm like, oh wow, that actually was really good. I'm yeah, glad there's I, been times well, I where like I, I we
0: go into these discussions, I'm like, yeah, hey, it was okay, and then we talk about, it. I was like, you know what, no,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that is a good movie,
1: and there's some, yeah. been sometimes where I change my letterbox rating after we talk about it. Yeah, so so yeah, yeah. yeah I was I was pleasantly surprised. The first ten minutes, you know, I was kind of like, eh, but you know, it it definitely grows on you once he gets to Italy, yeah, and meets up with this chick. Um, yeah I mean that was a good watch so yeah
0: and that's another thing like the beginning with, with how everything is just going downhill for him mm-hmm. you just ha- are beginning with this sense of dread like something horrible is going to happen to him yeah. and in fact it's quite the opposite where something great happens to him like yes visually it's horrific but it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing and uh yeah it's all about like spiritual spirituality versus the science of life and everything and yeah. Uh, my only nitpick with this is that it does have mediocre dialogue at sometimes. Um yeah. but you know, it's again, low budget film. That's expected every now and then with low budget films. Every now and then, every now yeah. and then.
1: Yes. Uh I um, I do I do have a question. And sure. it's 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 been on my the old man. Is his is his wife her by chance or is it Ooh. just some lady and that's he's just like a side character for for um for Evan to realize like how true love is and how much he thinks he loves her.
0: That's how I got it uh how I uh, translated it or you know in my mind um
1: mm-hmm. but, but I mean they they don't really give you enough information. It's possible. Cuz to me in my head for for a while there it was like you know she just randomly like died probably you know after 20 years but i mean if if they would have been in love then you know she she wouldn't have just left him like that so i guess that's kind of like scrapping that idea but uh i don't know he had like this picture of her and everything i was like oh man is that like her what if like she just left him after you know i don't know i I think i I thought too much about it
0: yeah i feel like had the directors intended that we would have seen a close-up with her eyes
1: yeah, um, true, true, true. Who knows? But yeah, I guess, he, I guess he was kind of like a placeholder for Evan to just try to realize what love is and try not yeah. to let that go. Yeah. <sighs> Understandable. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, that's that's really it, though, yeah. other than that. So that does
0: it for a review for Spring. This brings us to The Judgment. As always, needs to be unanimous decision whether it goes on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Uh it's my pick so I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh you know before rewatching it I would have said yes. This absolutely goes on the shelf. And upon rewatching it, yes, this absolutely <laughs> goes on the shelf. Uh it is again admittedly way less of a horror movie than I remember it being. Uh so I apologize for pe- for people watching it being like like expecting a huge horror, shit, Mike. <laughs> I hope they adapted their expectations as it went through went forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoy this. I, I think it's one of the more unique films I've seen in a long time. Uh, so yeah, absolutely goes on the shelf for me.
1: Yeah, I I actually have another question. Does immigration sure. actually come after you after like seven days?
0: Um. I've it never depends. been overseas, so I don't know. It really depends. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think it was either just the MacGuffin or maybe uh, because he was wanted in the U.S. Maybe there was a uh, extradition yeah. request you, for him.
1: And did the old man call immigration on him? <laughs> that's that's how I felt about that one scene. No, too. I, I, I I was th- like, damn, that's, that, that is cold-hearted as shit. <laughs> that's
0: where I think the writing's a little lackluster. We're kind of just adds things for the sake of moving the yeah. thing along, which is fine. Well, uh, I also thought when the thing. cops
1: were there, um, I thought they were just coming after her, and then he was like, oh, it's immigration, and I was like, which one is it? Yeah, I'm so confused. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry but yes i also <laughs> say that it belongs on the shelf uh I'll, I'll, honestly i might not ever watch this again but i honestly think it deserves a spot especially yeah. after talking about it on the shelf i have it on blu-ray so if you ever uh, do watch yeah. it, again. i guess we're gonna watch it again hell yeah <laughs> let's go but yeah. uh yeah there
0: yeah. it is So, Spring makes it onto the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaid, and that brings us to our assignment for next week. Hopefully, maybe, maybe not. It is a little bit more of a horror film than Spring is. Again, I still think it qualifies because the elements are there. The elements are there. I admit, like, tonally, it was different than I remembered it being. Uh, So, Glenn, it is your pick. What is our second horror movie of the 2022 spooktacular spooktober?
1: I can't wait for you to hate me. I'm so oh, excited. I already hate you. <laughs> so, as you know, I just recently watched The Return of the Living Dead. Mm. <laughs> and I noticed that you hadn't watched it. And I'm super curious if we're going to tear this movie apart or just laugh <laughs> at it or all of the above. Um, but for a little backstory on why I'm actually picking this, this was my first ever at least memorable zombie movie that I've ever watched and mm-hmm. the zombie in it the like the first one you 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 see come into into the movie it's like he walks in and he's all his skin's melting and shit and he just goes brains that stuck with me for so <laughs> long that i thought that like this was the original zombie movie to start all zombie i was like fucking eight maybe younger when i watched this mm-hmm. but rewatching it i thought it was just like a like a scary movie just like a horror just generally no comedy or anything like that i thought it was just people surviving a zombie horde turns out it's it's a it's a low budget comedy horror movie and <laughs> i need your opinion on how funny this movie actually oh, is yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it actually
0: in the dark of the night something strange is going
1: on John, they ship those Well, say hello. The dead have risen from the grave.
0: Mister, there's a hundred of those things out
1: there. How many did you say? A hundred?
0: And now the question is, how do we get them back into the ground?
1: Bert,
0: Frank, we have a little problem. Oh. Boiler! Ten right! <laughs> 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 got, it got chemicals. It's all over everything. Stupid asshole! Watch your tongue, boy. If you like this job, like this job. Rage. <laughs> 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 Surprisingly, with that kind of title, I was expecting George A. Romero to be uh, involved. As well, he, somewhat. I
1: think, is. I think the way there was, there was, uh, Romero, and there was another writer who, I guess, I think did this one, the Rudy Ritchie mm-hmm. guy. I think that uh, George Romero, he got the like a uh, the the Dead movies. And Rudy got the the Living Dead movies, oh, so so that's okay. how they split it up and like split their franchises apart from each other. Now, I could be wrong, and I have to reread. We'll we'll talk about it more next week, but I'd have to reread the uh, trivia on that. um but yeah, this, this movie, I uh, genuinely just want to hear Mike's reaction to it. Um,
0: I'm looking it. I like me a good B-horror movie, so mm-hmm. I'm not as upset as when you said, you're get ready to hate me. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't want to go into too much detail. We'll talk about it next week. But it's going to be available on Tubi, Pluto, and Amazon Prime um, for, for all those little silly little eyeballs of yours. Mm. Uh, it's only an hour and a half long, so it's not too bad. Um, yeah there it is you gotta read all the stuff man I don't want to do it <laughs> the return of the living dead when two bumbling employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air the vapors cause the dead to rise as zombies Ooh. I forgot the word again but anyway directed by Dan O'Bannon uh, written by Rudy Ritchie John A. Russo Russell Strainer uh, stars uh, Clue uh, Gulliger Gal Gulager? Gul Gulager. maybe. Uh James Karen, Don Kalfa, um, uh, Tom Matthews, Beverly Randolph, John Philibin, uh, Shepard, and Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Wow, um, there isn't a single person involved in this that I've heard of. <laughs> nope. Um, and then uh Linnea, who's the the absolutely shining star, Linnea Quigley. Uh, really shows her all in this movie and she Trash so she should, <laughs> Trash is her name <laughs> Her characters. Yeah Her, her characters of the living dead Cool Yeah so that is our
0: assignment for next week Thank you everyone for listening As always you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com on Instagram where are keystone underscore film underscore review Twitter Keystone underscore film TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube, Keystone Film Review, and on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we live to die. Oh, oh God, I'm watching a trailer right now and something gross just came up. Oh, yeah. I am looking for it. That's just a naked yellow guy. What is happening? Yep. <laughs> he looks like a test dummy. Yes, this is going to be a good time. Stay Brains. spooky, everybody. Brains. Bye. Bye.